0: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Doorway Chats. My name is Liliana, and I am here today with my co-host, Emma, and we are so excited to be back for another
1: episode. I'm so excited to be here. Um, So now that we're just touching base a little bit after we haven't chatted for a little while, what have you been up to, and should we do a little mental health check-in? Oh, yes, great idea.
0: What have I been up to? I feel like I've been rekindling a lot of old friendships that I just hadn't talked to people through COVID because I was like, I don't really have anything to talk to you about because nothing has happened in my life. And now that everything is opening up again, I'm thinking, ah, shoot, I haven't talked to this person. I really need to start doing that so that when everything opens, I actually have somebody to hang out with. (laughs) That's exciting. Yeah, it's been fun. How about you?
1: Yeah. I've just been, I don't know, pretty much same old. I've been like enjoying patios and actually getting to see people and stuff like that, trying to yeah, just squeeze in all the things that I want to do in a day because I feel like there's so many options now and that there's not enough time for all the stuff that I want to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I guess mental health check-in, let's start with that. Um, how am I feeling on a scale of one to 10? I would say... Probably a seven today. And it's Mm -hmm. not because things aren't going super well or like for those three points to be missing. I just had such a busy weekend. And I feel like today has really been actually what my manager Mm. is calling a down day where I'm just getting to relax a little bit. I had a super busy week with work last week. I feel like I didn't really have a lot of time for myself. so. Then this weekend was also super busy. Like I saw friends on both Friday and Saturday and Sunday I was like not feeling so hot after all that socializing and (laughs) festivities. And so today I just, I did some work, but I just chilled by the pool and had a nice day outside doing nothing.
1: Nice. That sounds good. It's nice when you're going like a hundred miles a minute to then have a chance to slow down a little bit more. Mm-hmm, exactly. How about you? I would say today um, I would say I'm also at about a seven. I think the the weekend was slow which was fine. that was nice. I think in general the weather has been bringing me down a little bit which sounds a little bit uh, like cliche but it just feels like it's been such a rainy summer and then I was, I don't need to get into like a comparison game of myself, but I was thinking about like my last summer and I feel like every day after work, I was like outside and doing stuff and like playing sports and whatever. And then this summer, it just feels like there's so much rain that it's harder to get outside as much, but yeah. So I think the weather maybe has been bringing me down a little bit, but in general, things are going well, just kind of like, static I guess
0: (laughs) yeah that's good too I also feel like because of this weather every time it is sunny and I'm not outside I feel guilty and then I feel Mm -hmm. pressure to go outside and do something even if I really just want to sit on the couch all day and watch a movie
1: I agree I agree and I feel like there's nothing wrong with just sitting on the couch and watching a movie sometimes but it's like it feels like those sunny nice moments outside are so fleeting because of the rain and then when it's raining you just want to go outside and yeah Mm -hmm. yeah a dilemma
0: balancing the time that you have inside with the time that you can spend outside and I've been trying to like make sure things I want to do inside like workouts that are I know are going to be indoors I'm like okay I'll save that for a rainy day and I'll like go for a walk Mm -hmm. today instead
1: Speaking of balance, that kind of brings us nicely into the topic that we wanted to talk about today, which was just kind of like balance, I guess, in lots of different ways and specifically starting off with balancing friends. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like it's so hard, especially, okay, so I had like a bit of a gathering on Saturday where I had friends from different friend groups and I was really realizing how hard it is, especially in person to balance The time you spend with different friends and what you spend time with them for, which I know we've talked about in the past, like you have friends for one thing and friends with for other activities. And I think just balancing all of the work, especially last week, which was super busy, and then also building in times for friends, it can be really tiring. And then you don't have any balance for yourself. So it feels like it's a teeter-totter between yourself and everything else in the world that you mm-hmm. want to do. And it's hard because you want to do all of those things, but then those are weighing you down and you're sitting up in the air with your legs dangling with no control right. over your own life and no way to get down.
1: <laughs> wow, this took a dark turn. I did.
0: Yeah, wow. Okay, no, I, but it's a good thing. It's fun to have your feet dangling. It just may mm-hmm. get tiring after a while. <laughs> you just
1: can't dangle all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. no, I totally agree. And I think if your legs are dangling for too long, then that's when you may be, this is maybe skipping ahead a little bit, but sometimes if your legs are dangling for too long, then you can start to feel resentment. Like you have too much on your plate. You don't have enough time for yourself. You feel like, oh, why, why do am I being asked to do another thing? Or like your revenge scrolling. Have you heard of like revenge <laughs> sleep scrolling? No, explain. It's like when you feel like you don't have enough time in your day for all the things that you want to do and like you don't get enough alone time for yourself so then when you go to bed you know that you should be sleeping but you scroll on your phone for like hours because it's like you're trying to get some of your own time back in your day and so it's like yeah anyways you just have to as you get older I think the pie that like divides up all your time gets divided into more and more pieces and then the slice that is yourself gets smaller and smaller and we have to like work hard to keep it at a size that works for us.
0: Mm -hmm. But okay. So you were talking about revenge scrolling. I, first of all, I totally do that. And I feel like every time I do it after I'm like, dang, I could have been doing something else. And last time I did it, I, it was like an hour of scrolling and then I went to bed and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm happy that I did that because that's just what I needed. I just need to mindlessly scroll through things and be okay with it because that's what I wanted to do. And I'm allowed to do what I want
1: with my time. Exactly. And sometimes you really just need to to turn your brain off and look at something else that doesn't require you to think too much. And I think as long as like, I think there's a lot of like negative messaging around like spending too much time on your phone or watching too much TV. And obviously that isn't great, but as long as you don't walk away from it feeling like it didn't help you, then I think it's fine. Like if it's gonna recharge you in some way, then fine. Mm-hmm.
0: But also, I feel like it's so hard. On Thursday, I was completely by myself. My parents left. I worked for most of the day. And then at the end of the night, I was like, huh. I literally have nothing to do. I have no one to talk to right now. What am I going to spend my time on? And I just binged TV for three hours. And then I was like, I don't know if this was fulfilling or not.
1: Like it was like the type of binging where you didn't leave. Like, yes, that was so great.
0: Yeah. I just was like, I really wanted this time for myself, but it didn't then it ended up feeling like wasted time because I felt like I could have been doing something else. I could have been talking to someone or doing something productive.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I think that something that I've started doing recently is like when I have alone time, I try. Well, this does definitely does not always work. Sometimes it just ends up being me watching TV, but like I've been trying to be more purposeful about like what I'm going to use my alone time for. Like I know that I'm going to work out and I'm going to shower and I'm going to, read my book and I'm going to journal. And then if I have all these things, almost like a to-do list, which is so like a to-do list for my, my alone time, which is so type a, but then at least it feels more purposeful because I feel like they're like alone time in a lot of ways does kind of like rejuvenate you Mm -hmm. sometimes.
0: Well, that's how I think a lot of people, including myself felt at the very beginning of the whole pandemic when we were like, okay, we're at home alone. What are things that we can use all this free time with now for self improvement? And it Mm -hmm. was like, should I start studying to write some certification or should I take a course? And I was like browsing all these things. Should I start a workout plan? Mm -hmm. But I mean, we were in a pandemic. We didn't have to start anything. We could have just felt comfortable chillaxing and, now that things are starting to pick up again, everything that we started during the pandemic is either going to take a back seat or is going to continue. And now we just have even more things to worry about on top of the friendships. And I mean, just like I mentioned, I feel like a lot of that responsibility just dropped off the face of the earth because there was nothing to talk about. But now it's all coming back.
1: Yeah, I definitely see that. And it's kind of like wondering, so these things that we picked up in the pandemic, like there are a lot of things that I started doing in the pandemic that I actually really enjoy. But it's like, are our pandemic lives and our pre-pandemic lives compatible together? And is there enough time for all the things that we had in both of them? And if not, then how do we, like, prioritize which things are important to us? Like, obviously, friends are important to us, but maybe there is, like, a boundary to be drawn in some way. Like, yeah, I I do want to see my friends this often, but I also need X amount of time to do this activity or to spend by myself or whatever. And I think that's really hard. Mm -hmm. Well, when
0: we were in school, I think it was very similar of... We had to balance the time that we spent with our friends with the time that we had alone time, but also our study time, right? And so as we got older, our study time became work and blah, blah, blah. But in school, it was really hard to balance everything all at once. And I think by fourth year, we kind of grew into this pattern where we knew what we were doing and what time we had to block for who and what. So now it's we're in a new stage of our lives and we have to draw that out again. And we had started that pre-pandemic, but it got all messed up and now we have to start anew. So it feels hard.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I also think that, well, for me anyways, in university, like thinking back to the way that I prioritized and quote unquote balanced, like I don't know how much balancing there actually was as much as just me being a yes person. And I would just find a way to make it all work. But I did not have alone time in university, like almost never did I have alone time, which wasn't, didn't bother me at the time. But I think that's come to be something that I do prioritize is like every once in a while to recharge. I need a bit of alone time, but definitely in university it was more like, yeah, it's fine if from 6:30 AM to 11:30 PM, if I'm doing something one after the next, after the next, after the next all day. And I will say yes to every social event and to every volunteering opportunity to every club. And then, studying i think is the only thing that maybe i did find balance with because you just kind of learn better ways to study that take up less time but then that just created more time i think for me to put in more things which i don't regret at all
0: i'll take some of the blame for the never having alone time because probably anytime you are alone i'm just knocking on your door like hey i'm alone too (laughs)
1: Yeah, maybe so. But honestly, like that was fine for that stage of my life. Like that is what I wanted at that stage in my life. And I don't regret any of it. I just think that the way that I prioritized then is not exactly the same way that I do now. (laughs) Well, that's going to be how it
0: is in the future when you have like little kids running around and literally have no alone time. So now in our 20s is like the time where we have to soak up all the alone time that we can get
1: because. (laughs) so true there may not be any later (laughs) that's so true it's so true yeah and it's just yeah it is definitely interesting trying to find the balance between the friend time which kind of recharges you in one way versus the alone time versus the family time versus the I don't know what else time Mm. it's tricky
0: How did you feel throughout university in like the different stages? Like how did you prioritize things
1: and would you change anything? Like I don't, I don't regret anything. I think it's a bit like, I don't think it's a productive use of my time to be like, ah, dang, I wish I I did that. But if like I could go back and tell myself how to do something differently, I think I would have tried to figure out how to study in a better way in first year Instead of all, constantly feeling like I was drowning and like doing too much, but not getting any results. <laughs> <laughs> and then in second and third year, I'm glad that I said yes to like everything. I think that I had a lot of fun because of that. I think I could have done a little bit of a better time finding some harmony between my um, like boyfriend, friend, extracurricular, and school time in fourth year. But I don't know. In the grand scheme of things, I think that it mostly worked for what my life was at the time. What do you think about your...
0: Yeah, I think the same. Although I feel like you saying that you would have had to find time to study better, that's just a part of life is like learning to do things better. I know something in university that I stopped doing was I would never watch any Netflix. Like I think literally mm. up until fourth year and probably that I started watching Netflix because <laughs> you got a boyfriend and I had no one to go knock on the door every once in a while. So I'm like, okay, I have time for a 20 minute episode, <laughs> um, which worked out for me because I got my me time and like true watched all the shows that I wanted to watch that literally everybody else was watching, but I was like, nope, I have to prioritize other stuff. And I think I was like super okay with not prioritizing Netflix or like watching any movies really. And I remember that was something I sacrificed. And probably the only thing I said no to was like bachelorette nights, because Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a time where everyone's quiet. Everyone's chill. I can go study in my room and feel like I'm not missing out on anything. But FOMO was so real that like the same as you, I was saying yes to everything and I didn't care what I had to do to make it work.
1: Yeah, I was, exactly. I was doing it. <laughs> and like at this I don't know how much your body can really change in like what, three, two years, three years. But I don't think that my body would enjoy if I tried to pack my schedule now as much as I did then, but then it worked. Like I wasn't exhausted all the time. I didn't feel burnt out from like going from hanging out with someone to a meeting to the bar. Like that didn't exhaust me at all. Like it, it was so fun. And I, I, yeah. It, and it worked then. I don't know if it would work the same for me now, but it definitely worked then I think. Yeah.
0: Like nowadays I cannot imagine, which I wouldn't be doing this, I guess, but like I used to write an exam and then go in my clothes and just bring like two pencils and two pens so that I could leave that in the study room and go out to the bar right after and then get home, chill next morning, wake up and study all over again. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like taking an exam takes such mental capacity and then I just was free from it. But even looking back, there were times where I would go out and not drink, come home and study for another hour at like midnight to 1am because that was when I had the time to do it. And it's like, why did I really need to do that? But looking back, that's what I prioritized and what filled my cup. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about finding what serves
1: you best and the habits that do that. Mm -hmm. And so like, let's kind of transplant that situation on the present day. So if today you had like a really intensive work day that was like, like comparable to having to go write an exam and expend so much mental energy, like what, what do you do now after you have a super intensive day like that?
0: Well, the Thursday I was referring to where I had nothing, that was a really intense day. Like I pretty much worked until 6.30. Then my Excel crashed and I worked till 6.45 to redo <laughs> what I lost. And then I just chilled. I scrolled on my phone. I watched my show. I ate some snacks and I went to bed pretty early. And I think that served me most at the time. Other times, I would say like getting ready to go out after it's just so nice because I take my time in the shower. I wash my hair nicely. I do my nails, my makeup, whatever makeup I'm putting on. Um, and then it's just an exciting thing to do, but I think I would not want to go out to a bar or like do something super active like that. Like I would be nice. It would be nice to unwind and like go to dinner with a friend Mm Mm-hmm. But something I can't that like staying up until 2 a.m. after after all that just feeling so drained.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I think that would at this point same like it would feel depleting to me to then do that. But which is interesting because at the time it was like yes, this is like giving me the like joy that I need after writing an exam like going out to the bar with friends or like going to a party or something like that versus now like I think I need like a little bit of time immediately after to like decompress by myself and then I can maybe go do something that's less energy intensive (laughs) but probably not not a bar
0: yeah yeah that's a good point about self-care habits and making them serve you like you shouldn't do something that isn't going to help you just because somebody else says, oh, that's a healthier way to have alone time. Like some people love going for a run and that's a great time for them to get into their headspace and think and challenge themselves. And then they get home and they do whatever they want. And some people like to scroll Instagram for an hour and that works too, if it decompresses your brain in the way that
1: you need it to. Exactly. And some people like to, like, do a face mask or get a manicure. Mm -hmm. And to me, that sounds like extra work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
0: my gosh. Sorry, now I'm just thinking about the time that we did face masks and they were, like,
1: burning our skin. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There was something wrong with that. Although, ironically, that probably did actually fill my cup because we were all doing it together as, like, an activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So not always that it have to be by yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or I sometimes self that. care is phoning a friend to talk, to chat, or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: It can be whatever you want to look like. Yeah. But just always making sure that you're in control is what's most important and that you actually want to do. Or yes. You're doing what you want to do to help yourself not because you think that that's what others do and
1: that's what you should follow suit with. Right. And you genuinely feel like refreshed or helped in some way when you're done.
0: Mm-hmm. So question for you, because I still live at home. So I feel like it's easy to balance when I see my family and when I see my friends and when I see my boyfriend, how do you balance that third part of your life, I guess,
1: or fourth Since, I don't know. Um, I think it's been kind of weird during the pandemic because sometimes it's hard to remember how often I saw people before and stuff like that. But in general, the way that that I balance it is first I make sure that I have like at the beginning of the day, plan out when my alone time is or like when my time is to work out or my time is to read or whatever. And I know when that time is going to be And then I have my friend commitments, like, like if you and I are doing a podcast, or if I'm going to FaceTime someone or phone someone, um, then I work that into the calendar. And then if Matt and I are both around, usually we're just like, cooking dinner together, and then we'll watch some TV. And then what we do when we're ready to like, Do our own thing or whatever we'll just one of us will look at the other and be like all right are you ready to part ways and then we'll just go and do our own thing for like a few hours um and yeah that's basically how we i guess get out of hanging out with each other (laughs) and then just i think one of the most important things is definitely um just being vocal about what it is you need because you probably both need alone time you probably both need to go hang out with your friends, talk to your friends, whatever. So there's no sense in like not talking about it. But I think the pandemic for me has been more challenging than like living with a partner because I just feel like I've gotten into this comfortable habit that I don't actually like where I'm just so comfortable just staying at home all the time. (laughs) That's
0: true. You're just like, yeah, we can just have a night in every night. I feel like that's something Brent and I have really been missing is like the past few weekends, we've literally been doing something every time we're together. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't feel like we are actually getting time together, especially Mm -hmm. when we're around our friends and stuff. Like we don't, we're not like, obviously we're not like PDAing, but we're not talking to only each other. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times we're not even talking in the same friend circle. If there's multiple people there. Right. So it's been interesting trying to find a balance with him of wanting to do activities and do stuff, but also wanting one or two Mm -hmm. nights where we literally just don't do anything. But it's so funny that you say that you and Matt just look at each other because I feel like I always just give like two pats on the back to Brandon and he's like, what are you going somewhere? I'm like, yep. (laughs) I got
1: to go do whatever. It's like, all right, good to see you. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So what have you, like, is there anything that you have been doing to try to figure out like a long time or how to balance it better? Or is that something that's still in progress? Um,
0: definitely still in progress. I think it will change when we start living together, obviously. Um, but like, I'm probably going to go over there tonight or tomorrow and just, hang out, like not make any plans. And I was actually thinking about texting him saying, Hey, when I come tomorrow, like after dinner, do you want to invite so-and-so to play Mario party together? And I didn't text him because I was like, then we're just not going to have the time that we want and we can play Mario party two player and enjoy ourselves just the same. So yeah, I think it's exactly. about not trying to take every opportunity to see other people
1: and just see each other instead. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like sometimes you have to like put external boundaries. Like, you know, if you are busy every single night, if you're busy six out of seven nights a week, and then someone invites you to do something on the seventh night, then like drawing the boundary and saying, no, I actually need this night to stay in. But then also sometimes it's like about internal boundaries and like holding yourself back from making yourself do more things.
0: Exactly. It's been even... So hard. I know I'm working a lot right now. I know because I changed jobs a little bit, I have a lot to learn. And so I keep thinking every time I have spare time, oh, I really should just start studying for that certification. And then I tell myself, no, because I'm literally working and using all my mental capacity at work. And I don't want to take the time after work to study and just use more brain power. And that can wait another six months until I figure out what my travel schedule will be and how difficult it will be. for me to balance everything and just feeling like I need to sort out my life, which I guess everybody is doing now that we're like looking at this new way of working and like work from home and even how to balance, I don't know how you feel about this, but like during the day when you're working from home, it feels like, okay, I can do this at lunch and clean up my room and have that extra time. But that extra time that you would have saved commuting when I commuted, I was watching Netflix or reading my book. And so now I feel like it needs to be productive, but those things are still
1: things that we can do. Yes, definitely. I I think the exact same thing. Like when it's a bit better now, we have like an actual office space where both of us work. But if there's days when we both have calls at the same time, then one of us will go downstairs. And if I'm the one who goes downstairs, which means I'm sitting like near the kitchen, then it's just like, I don't know. I'm always like noticing like, Ooh, I should wash those dishes during the next break between my calls or like, yeah, I should put away my laundry over my lunch break. And I don't usually like a lunch break would be a very good time to like sit down for half an hour, an hour, whatever it is and read while I eat or, or sit on the balcony or go for a walk. But usually I just do more stuff in my lunch hour.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you're at a lunch hour at, at physically at the office, you're not doing anything. You're sitting and chatting with your friends or you're going for a walk or like scrolling through your phone, whatever. So Mm -hmm. it should feel the same at home, but it's so hard to set those boundaries and make sure you're balancing like what you're doing at work, what you're doing at home on top
1: of like everything else. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Because at home, it's just like you've access to all the things in your life that need to be done. But that doesn't mean that you have to do them all like right in that moment, I guess. But it's hard to like unlearn that. Yeah. I know
0: that's something I'm going to struggle with when I'm not living with my parents because I so take advantage of my mom being home and like doing laundry with the rest of my family or like the other day, which was horrible. I like did not balance my time properly at all. And in the morning, I got up, like did my workout, and then I had a meeting. I finished my workout like 8.25. 8.25. And then I had a meeting at 8.30 and my mom had made herself breakfast. And I was just like, sorry, mom, I need to eat this breakfast. I'm taking it and going to my meeting. And I literally ate her breakfast and then went to my meeting. She made another one. Um, and thinking back, I'm like, if I didn't live with my mom who had happened to make breakfast at that time, I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have had breakfast until my next meeting break. Mm-hmm. And then I would have been like panicking because I would have wanted to do the dishes, just dishes, and clean up everything in between. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at work, you just eat a plain bagel and you don't make an elaborate breakfast,
1: and that's completely exactly. Fine. I know, and yeah, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot. Is like right now my morning routine consists of like going for a walk first thing and then I read until it's time for work and then I start working and then I go downstairs, grab my breakfast and my coffee and then I come back up and eat it while I work. That doesn't really work when you're going into the office. And also like if I don't have anything at the very end of the day, sometimes I'll log off a couple minutes early and then do my workout right away. And I just think that the way that my kind of day goes right now is going to be very unsustainable. And there's going to be so many changes to it once we go back to work, which is going to feel super annoying, but there's nothing to do about it.
0: Well, we're completely living in a time starved era right now, but it's hard to say that because are we time starved? Like there's not enough hours in the day because of so much stuff going on or are we time starved because we as humans just aren't balancing ourselves properly and there's such a work, 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 do, do, do culture. Like other cultures are not experiencing this the same way that we are, I think, in Europe and those type of places who like have the summer off or I forget which country tested out a four-day week, week, Mm -hmm. work, tested out a four-day work week and they were like, everyone's more productive and everyone's happier. And it just feels so hard to believe that will that time even ever come for us?
1: I hope so. I would really like to, I think I'd really like to have the chance to slow down in some way and not have that go, go, go culture and be able to, or at least maybe not even slow down, but just have more time for the things that I like rather than more, rather than time for the things that I feel like I have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
0: just stop ourselves from experiencing that burnout Mm -hmm. of, and it's not just work burnout, right? Like after this weekend, spending Friday and Saturday with friends, I was just like, oh, I loved every minute of that, but all of my energy is spent Mm -hmm. and I just need a brain break.
1: Yeah, definitely definitely a little side note i just remembered there's a book called burnout by two sisters their names are like, like emily and amelia nagoski i think maybe we can bookmark that for our next book club um the other thing i was going to say was um just kind of like on the the culture of of being busy all the time um I know that in Matt always t- like talks about this one guy that he knows who's from Switzerland and he didn't finish his bachelor's degree and neither did his girlfriend until they were like 30 and neither did any of their friends. And they, it was just, and that's normal there. Like they just like do their bachelor's degree over several years. They often don't choose what they're gonna do until they're like in their twenties and everything's much slower. And then they finally get into their career job like when they are 30 plus. And that, I just thought of that because you were saying how, like, you feel this, like, internal pressure to do, like, the next certification. And I feel like that's also a very, like, North American, like, hustle culture thing. Because I always feel that, too. Like, during the pandemic, I was like, okay, like, what, uh, like, class am I going to take? What, uh, what's next? And it's, it's hard to just, like, sit and enjoy, like, where you're at rather than always thinking of, like, what's next? What's next?
0: hmm Yeah. The existential crisis of what will I do next? Yeah. And maybe that's just all us avoiding having to think about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So that being said, we know this is a time-starved population. We'll
1: wrap up this episode now. Hope you enjoyed. Yes. I hope everyone enjoyed. And if you have any tips on how to avoid burnout, if you have any thoughts on balance, um, we would love to hear them. And we'll also maybe run a little poll to see what the different portions of life are that people are trying to balance.
0: Mm -hmm. And then we can make a pie chart out of it.
1: All right. Pie chart coming your way. (laughs) Well, with that, I guess this is our goodbye.
0: Thank you for listening. Have a
1: great morning, evening,
0: walk, whatever you're doing, showering, maybe if you Mm, want to listen to our soothing voice with the run of the water. (laughs) If you don't have enough time to listen to us and that's where you are, that's fine too.
1: (laughs) We don't judge. And remember to like, comment, subscribe, email, voicemail, whatever suits you best. We'll see you next week. See you next
0: week. We just waved, but nobody can
1: see us. (laughs) <laughs> i know i was thinking about saying bye but then i was like nah. <laughs>